It's the dose, and we are back. Hey, hey, Byron. Hi, Mark. That's two days in a row. Hey, we are back. We got <laughs> Tessa Bella in the house. Day two. This is Mark Cutchins. Jeremy's over there. B Ron's behind the glass. The crew's all here. <laughs> the crew is all here. The crew is the all here. Back. Yes. Mm. And we want to chat today more about you and what. Uh, so, how you got into this business? We were talking off off air here. And uh, uh, the story uh, is awesome. I want to hear. So let's share with the audience of kind of how you fell into real estate. And I don't want to even really say fall into it. You had a clear path yes. of how you got into real estate. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, share. yes and no. I would say it was very clear and very unclear at the same time. I moved here from Oregon uh, because I hated the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, there was no other reason. I just wanted to get away from the rain. Um and I was going to ASU and working at Dutch Bros, ironically. That was right. my go-to spot. And um, so I was studying computer systems and marketing at ASU. And then I had this vision for like flipping houses. I watched way too much HGTV. That was like my only <laughs> pastime. <laughs> and I was obsessed with it. Like I kept watching it. I would watch replays. I would keep like trying to figure out how they were doing the numbers, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, all right, I want to do this. I want to flip houses. And I had a friend back in Oregon who had some money, some capital from. So how old are you? Um, I'm 23. You're in, you're in, well, I know oh, you are at the time. 23 now. I was how 19. Okay. Yeah. So in I college, was, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I put together like a pitch deck. I've always loved making presentations. And we're, like <laughs> we're really turning back the clock right now, actually. We're going to go back. To when what four years ago when you were nineteen? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, we're really turning yeah. back the clock here on the dose. Twenty fifteen. That's amazing. I love it. It's awesome. So continue. Um, I'm sorry. I no. Love this. So I put together this whole presentation of how I was going to make it happen and basically pitched the concept. And he was like, "All right, let's give it a try." Which I recognize <laughs> how lucky that was that I had someone that was willing to kind of take a chance on my skills, but. Uh, Were you passionate about it? I was so fired up Did about it. Did you believe it. in my it? My friends have always called me scrappy. When I have something I want, I'm like, I will get as scrappy as I need to to make it happen. See, and that's, I think that's what it took. That's yeah. what I'm talking you about. You can go, sell go. anyone on your vision. If you have a big enough vision and you have enough like passion and obsession behind it, I think like people don't even need to understand what you're talking about, but they can feel it. I think- Just you write know, her a check already, would you? And I'm <laughs> not on. saying you're a kid, but it makes me think of like my kids of like how, yeah, try to get people to wake up. How did you wake up, do you think? I mean, just because you found your passion and you wanted to do that, always try to find a way. Because I think back when I was a kid of, we were just, you know, Mark too, we were asleep at the wheel, I feel like for a long time. And then all Figuring of a sudden, out, like, yeah. you, like you mentioned offline, Tessa, it was like, all of a sudden you kind of have this awakening sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that happens or if it's instilled in people initially. I would say it comes from a lot of different things. Part of it was need. I really had like no other options for the most part. I was paying my way through college. A coffee salary sure doesn't get you there. Right. <laughs> and um, so that part of it was necessity. I was like, all right, I got to figure out what my thing is. And then I've always chased like creativity. And whenever something kind of lights me up, I just go into it full force. So I grew up like drawing and music and all these kind of things. I knew I was drawn towards the creative side. And then I was going to school for computer science. So I love numbers. I love like ones and zeros and beeping and bopping around. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, how can I combine these kind of worlds where I can bring in strategy and analytics and systems with the creative piece? And that kind of 
felt like flipping houses. Yeah, I love so you that put a deck together. Sorry, sorry, Mark. Go yeah, ahead, you put a deck. You put a deck together, and you you believed in it. Mm-hmm. You were passionate about it, and then you presented mm-hmm. to your your friend in Oregon. Then yeah. what? Then yeah, what? and then he was down to fund the first property, um, and did this down in Coronado Historic District. So oh, cool. I had like a really kind of affinity for historic properties, mm-hmm. um, and so that's how it all started. Got the first place. Made a lot of mistakes, <laughs> yeah. had a lot of That's issues, of but, it, yeah. but you know, it worked and we were able to pull it off. It was also a great time, like 2015, that specific area was still really relatively still untapped. Yeah. I mean, you could pick things up for 80, 90,000, um, which now you can't get anything oh, in there under, under three yeah, four, really, really under three. Yeah. I ended up actually, we got our personal house in there, um, a couple of years after that and it was like 300 and it was 900 square feet. Like it wow. was that crazy unbelievably that is? crazy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love your story because there's a little bit of relating to it on my end for me. When I was 20, I went to Chicago and I, it's not that I didn't have a choice, but it was like, I, 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 I was on my own. My parents didn't have the money to help. So it was like, and they wanted you gone. And I did not want to do the <laughs> restaurant business anymore. So I had an opportunity to go out there to, I, I was on a salary and, but I had a chance to learn the business for two years under a pretty smart guy. So, um, you know, figuring it out, making all the mistakes, thinking you're big time. And then suddenly one day something happens and you're knocked on your ass and like, I really don't know this business. (laughs) It's kind of endearing though. Yeah, It's honestly, I found not that I ever want to be broke ever again, (laughs) but it was very empowering. I remember a day with negative 36 cents in my bank account, water got shut off, had literally like canned beans for dinner. (laughs) And I was like, wow, this sucks. But also the world doesn't stop. Right. I can still continue to yeah. push. And I knew at that point it was like, I had no option but to keep pushing. So Canned I just beans are probably it. cheaper, but tortillas and cheese were my choice. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was, sounds more enjoyable. More enjoyable. Yeah, I just couldn't eat canned bean, beans. Bean burritos. Yeah. So I'm kind of in the middle somewhere, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. I combined it. Bean burritos from Taco Bell. Exactly. No onions. Change from the center console. Bean burritos, no onions. Those are great days, yeah. right? But times but like that really you show are. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it shows me now. So I think that's the key is I have zero fear of failing at this point because I feel like I've been, been at there. the lowest yeah. point that like I can go balls to the wall with everything I do. And even if something doesn't work, I'm like, oh, I can you figure know it out. I can pivot. Yeah. I can figure it out. Yeah. And you've been taking swings since you're early. I love that. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's amazing. And I think that that's, you know, potentially where a lot of other of the younger generation goes wrong is that we're. You know, and maybe as a society in, in general, like we're, we're scared to fail. Mm-hmm. We're scared to look like fools. We're scared to tell our family and friends we're going to do something and then not be able to be successful with it. So then we just get complacent. The social media world may make that even worse because it's right. everyone showing their highlight reel for the most part. So you think right. you have to compare to everyone. But I think it's way more exciting and a much better way to grow a community if you just show like the real raw journey. There's nothing cooler to me than someone on social media showing the come up story. I don't want to see you as like this amazing trillionaire, like who had overnight success. Leaning up against your Ferrari with your (laughs) arms crossed. Yeah, your rented Ferrari. No, thank you. (laughs) With your shirt off and a tank top. Yeah, we've got enough of that. But I think it's way cool to show the good, the bad and the ugly. That's always been my motto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the story is great because the it's a real like entrepreneurial type story where you had to do it, you didn't have a choice, you made it happen, you failed your way forward and back, you mm-hmm. know, that's part of what entrepreneurs do, they fail however many times before they make it up there and you've done it in a relatively short period of time. So kudos to you. Thank you. Well, let's stop there. We'll we'll come back again tomorrow with more with Tessa Bella. We appreciate our sponsors. 
VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections, guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.